Chapter Ten of Chrome Yellow by Aldous Huxley. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Expatriate in Bangor, Maine. Chapter Ten. Dennis did not dance, but when Ragtime came squirting out of the pianola in gushes of treacle and hot perfume, in jets of Bengal light, then things began to dance inside him. Little black nigger corpuscles jigged and drummed in his arteries he became a cage of movement a walking palais de danse it was very uncomfortable like the preliminary symptoms of a disease he sat in one of the window seats glumly pretending to read at the pianola henry wimbush smoking a long cigar through a tunnelled pillar of amber trod out the shattering dance music with serene patience locked together gambeau and anne moved with a harmoniousness that made them seem a single creature two-headed and four-legged mr scogan solemnly buffoonish shuffled round the room with mary jenny sat in the shadow behind the piano scribbling so it seemed in a big red notebook in armchairs by the fireplace priscilla and mr barbecue smith discussed higher things without apparently being disturbed by the noise on the lower plane optimism said mr barbecue smith with a tone of finality speaking through strains of the wild wild women optimism is the opening out of the soul towards the light it is an expansion towards and into god it is a spiritual half unification with the infinite how true sighed priscilla nodding the baleful splendours of her coiffure pessimism on the other hand is the contraction of the soul towards darkness it is a focusing of the self upon a point in the lower plane it is a spiritual slavery to mere facts to gross physical phenomena they're making a wild man of me the refrain sang itself over in dennis's mind yes they were damn them a wild man but not wild enough that was the trouble wild inside raging writhing yes writhing was the word writhing with desire but outwardly he was hopelessly tame outwardly ba 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 there they were anne and gambo moving together as though they were a single supple creature the beast with two backs and he sat in a corner pretending to read pretending he didn't want to dance pretending he rather despised dancing why it was a ba ba business again why was he born with a different face why was he gambo had a face of brass one of those old brazen rams that thumped against the walls of cities till they fell he was born with a different face a woolly face the music stopped the single harmonious creature broke in two flushed a little breathless anne swayed across the room to the pianola laid her hand on mr wimbush's shoulder a waltz this time please uncle henry she said a waltz he repeated and turned to the cabinet where the rolls were kept he trod off the old roll and trod on the new a slave at the mill uncomplaining and beautifully well-bred the melody wallowed oozily along like a ship moving forward over a sleek and oily swell the four-legged creature more graceful more harmonious in its movements than ever slid across the floor oh why was he born with a different face what are you reading he looked up startled it was mary she had broken from the uncomfortable embrace of mr scogan who had now seized on jenny for his victim what are you reading i don't know said dennis truthfully 
he looked at the title page the book was called the stock breeders vade mecum i think you are so sensible to sit and read quietly said mary fixing him with her china eyes i don't know why one dances it's so boring dennis made no reply she exacerbated him from the armchair by the fireplace he heard priscilla's deep voice tell me mr barbecue smith you know all about science i know a deprecating noise came from mr barbecue smith's chair this einstein theory it seems to upset the whole starry universe it makes me so worried about my horoscopes you see mary renewed her attack which of the contemporary poets do you like best she asked dennis was filled with fury why couldn't this pest of a girl leave him alone he wanted to listen to the horrible music to watch them dancing oh with what grace as though they had been made for one another to savour his misery and peace and she came and put him through this absurd catechism she was like mangold's questions what are the three diseases of wheat which of the contemporary poets do you like best blight mildew and smut he replied with the laconism of one who is absolutely certain of his own mind it was several hours before dennis managed to go to sleep that night vague but agonizing miseries possessed his mind it was not only anne who made him miserable he was wretched about himself the future life in general the universe this adolescence business he repeated to himself every now and then is horribly boring but the fact that he knew his disease did not help him to cure it after kicking all the clothes off the bed he got up and sought relief in composition he wanted to imprison his nameless misery in words at the end of an hour nine more or less complete lines emerged from among the blots and scratchings i do not know what i desire when summer nights are dark and still when the wind's many-voiced choir sleeps among the muffled branches i long and know not what i will and not a sound of life or laughter staunches time's black and silent flow i do not know what i desire i do not know he read it through aloud then threw the scribbled sheet into the waste-paper basket and got into bed again in a very few minutes he was asleep end of chapter ten recording by expatriate in bangor maine